You're listening to an XM Productions podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Moody and D. Last we left off, the party had made their way into Kelvrad and met To, the leader of the Kelvrad people. After explaining their purposes in Kelvrad and requesting aid, To suggested that the party waits in Kelvrad for Kuza to come to the citadel and then strike him down there. To then declared that they would be provided for so long as they are within the citadel. The party, not very keen on this waiting around plan, went to the lodging that was provided to them and began to make preparations for when they left. Bran in particular went off to a blacksmith to begin forging a new dagger, and Klaus made his way towards an arcane stoneworker. We pick up our story as Klaus steps into the stoneworker's shop. I'm standing in front of the shop and I'm just kind of holding my hand on my chest and I'm just looking at it. Take a deep breath. Walk in. Yep. Um, First thing you see, um, very, very nice interior. Like, this is someone who cares about interior design in the military town. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's very, like, industrial design sort of situation. Like, as industrial as you get in this Mm -hmm. sort of area. Um, And is very much characterized by um, uh, just like a an industrial comfort um and you see sort of still working at that same desk that you saw through the window uh this more of like a like a a dark brown spined lizard folk mm-hmm. um the paragoggles set over the eyes uh in addition to like now the big ones like he's pulled out another set um and is just like using the tiniest of tools and he does not recognize, like, does not uh, acknowledge you as you come in. Okay, I'm just gonna, as I'm walking in, I'm gonna hold the door. I'm gonna knock on the door. Okay. Just loudly. Yep. Uh, you hear, what do you want? Um, excuse me, I might require your services. I'm gonna speak in common. Okay. Uh, responds in common. Okay. What would you require them for? Um,. Is he looking at me? Nope. No. I'm gonna clo- I'm gonna make sure that the door closes. Look around that no one's in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. That is a t- dirty twenty. Uh, you notice sort of just floating up in the corner of the <clears> room <throat> one of those little like goblin things, mm-hmm. but it's not made of magma. It's made of ice. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's um, the ice method. I'm going to walk out, walk up to him as close as I can. I don't know if there's like a counter or something. Yep. Um, and He's I'm, sort of just working at a table and there's like a little bit of a counter in front of him. Yeah. I have a um, magical gem that requires attention and I've been seeking for someone to um, repair it for quite some time now. How big is it? I kind of take it out and I don't know. It's what, like an inch in diameter, maybe an inch and a half. He looks up. And it's I'm I'm holding it like very carefully. Yes, like afraid you'll break it. I'm afraid I'm I'm gonna break it. I'm just yep. I'm like almost shaking. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And he sort of looks up, lifts up his goggles, and you can see like uh, seeing the goggles. I kind of smile, thinking back to Kazak. <laughs> yep. Um, and you can see like these goggles have seen some use, and you could tell because you couldn't clock this from the distance. He does have circles around his eyes. 
That doesn't entirely make sense, because lizard, lizard folk shouldn't tan. However, in a space full of magma where everything is extremely hot, it is very possible that you will get covered in soot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so you start the clock. Oh, this guy's been covered in soot for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he's been sitting there for like a couple of hours? Probably. Mm. Um, and you do notice that the gem he's working on is actually like sparking as though it were actual magma in like like the space in between magma and rock mm -hmm. where it's just like <clears throat> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and he stands up walks over and like he's before he goes to grab anything i am going to take one hand into my bag and take out like a shirt or a handkerchief or something i'm just going to kind of hand it to him so that he cleans off his hands yeah 100 percent um so as as he's walking up like you notice this is a tall lanky individual like stands a good foot over your height mm -hmm. um so he's even taller is, than fleshbag over there yes taller than fleshbag um and he is legitimately though like he's like you've never seen someone walk so bizarrely he is like body wise like immediately stands up to full height and then like begins to bend his knees to be on eye level with you and is sort of like like snake snakily moving his way over and is like like take jack sparrow mm -hmm. infuse it into this lizard folk mm -hmm. like just the I love weirdest it. thing I love he's it. like sneaking his way over and he sees the handkerchief and is like Thank you. Uh, and takes it and wipes his hands, and you were handed back a perfectly black handkerchief. I don't. I just point at the counter and let him drop it there. You you can keep it. He <laughs> goes, thank you. <laughs> and sets it on the counter, picks up the gem, and holds it in his hands. I, I just, I'm, I'm like, the moment he picks it up, my entire body just kind of stiffens. Yeah. Um, are you, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, are you like, is that stiffening visible to everybody? Like be like, you have your passive deception. Is this, is this something that is visible or is this something that is you stating it as like a, to the audience thing? Um, to the very keen eye, it might be visible, but not okay. visible to everybody. Um, would you say it is visible to someone who rolled twenty? The, the the okay, DC so it is, is your passive. It okay. is my passive. Okay, he doesn't clock it. Especially if he touched me, I would I would have kind of had a slight shiver go down my spine. Yeah, he's sort of like holding it up to the light. Interesting. This was not broken by normal means. <laughs> this was broken by magic. Yes, it was. I have gold. I have a, I can pay you for your service. I just need this to be repaired as soon as possible. Do you have other gems? I do not have other gems. I, unless what would there have been anything? I don't think no. you have anything. All well, I, then gold will do. How much gold do you have? How much gold do you need? How much gold do you have? How much gold do you need? I asked first. I have 200 gold pieces. Make an insight check. 
Did he beat it? Would you like to take a look at this roll here? Please tell me it's a nat 20. It's a natural 20. Uh-oh. Is that lower than what you have? Uh, yeah, it's lower than what I have. I will fix it for 200 gold. By when will it be done? For another 50 gold, I can fix it by tomorrow. Okay. Can I pay you tomorrow? I will need to ask my companions for more gold. Yes, you can pay me tomorrow. Do you have any other gems that might be of use in combat or otherwise? Of course, this one is... Do you have more gold? I could get more gold, yes. Then I may have things of interest. Could we speak of them? When you have more gold. I need to know what you have available so that I know how much gold I can get. I need to get. See, I am already doing you a big favor. Yes, you are. And I am not putting that into question. I would like to... Uh, what is the word? Um... Oh, whatever. I would like to pay you the right amount. I don't want to come here not knowing how much I'm, I owe you. We know 250 for tomorrow. What other things do you have? Make a persuasion check. Please give me an out 20. 26. Okay. Um. Just a moment. The 26. You really need cameras in here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, the characterization that I'm doing here mm-hmm. can only, like, 90% visual. All right. Well, I have a number of various different stones that might be useful. I hate that he beat my deception. Goodness gracious. I love it. <laughs> I have a floating stone of protection. Gives you a little bit of a just magic shield. Something that would um I have a floating stone of awareness. Keeps you from being surprised. Even when you are unconscious. And and I have a floating stone of agility. How much you agile? But I I bet you guessed that one. That one. But thank you for the explanation anyway. How much for the stone of awareness? The stone of awareness I would be willing to part with for 500 gold. Do you not have anything that... um? But I am fixing your stone. And I would say that you could purchase the set for 650. I would still need to get over 300 gold. Um, you don't have anything that would make my, let's say, spellcasting more, um, daring. Daring? 
or daunting for others, not for me. I could get you something, and we could do something in that range for him. 50 gold? What would it what would it be? Or how about this? I will try to see how much gold I am able to acquire and then have all three of those items ready for me when I arrive here tomorrow. I will have all four so that you also have the option to be more daunting in your spellcasting. Of course. And I will bow at this point. Um, he bows <clears throat> back. Okay, I can't hold it. I feel like this is a good version of Ira. It's weird. <laughs> oh, you mean Ira Wendigo? Yes! That's all I've been envisioning! Oh, man. This entire time! There are some similarities. Ira. He's, He's a critical role character. Critical role oh, okay. character. I'm sorry, but just the image in my mind that I have of Ira is just so similar. They're very similar. <clears throat> there's there's a lot of similar imagery. I will have all four ready. Prof Mac, you get me, right? Beautiful. Yeah, okay, cool. Well. Well, I shall leave you to it then, and I shall return tomorrow. He slinks right back into his chair, <laughs> puts on those goggles, grabs the itty-bitty tools, and begins working. I turn around, I walk away, and I think to myself, what a distinguished gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> The only NPC Klaus oh has ever liked. Oh my goodness. Liked is a lot. Respected. Respected. To a degree. And also, he respects Kuza. That's true. Mm. That's true. That's fair. Uh, right. When I'm done at the um, shop. No, not even you yet. Oh, Back man. to you. Yes. You're in the room. What are you doing? I am. I'm a, after two. If Bran leaves. Two, oh, he's gone yeah. for hours. I was going to say two minutes after he leaves. Yeah. I am going to try and make my way back to the main hall. Okay. But I would like to pull a Klaus and just keep an eye out for any of my companions. I don't want to be seen. Okay. Essentially. Okay. So you want to you want to not be seen and you want to be aware of anybody else's location? Correct. Uh just I'm just the two of us. I'm trying not to run into either Bran or Klaus. Okay. Uh, two if, things. Oh. If I can just, sorry, interject. Uh, Klaus at this point will not make his way back to the tavern. He is going to walk around the entire citadel trying to pick up as much loose coin as he can. Basically, just imagine him right after <laughs> r- right after Geist Tolton. Yeah, That's what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, 100%. That's 100%, what he's doing. I totally hear. Yes. Okay, great. Cool. Make an investigation check. We'll come back to that oh, at a certain no. point. Um, you're going to City Hall? Mm-hmm. All right. Make a stealth check. Make a perception check. Okay. Stealth is a, a 24. Okay. Clang, clang, Ooh, Perception, clang. natural 19. It's all Plus four, so 23 for perception. Yeah, easily enough. All the way to City Hall, you don't see any of your companions, but you would have if they were there. Okay. And you go basically unnoticed by the crowd around you. Amazing. Um, who's in? Is Toe still in there? Uh, Toe is still in there. Yeah. Is Duvreg in there? Uh, Duvreg has come back, and they're they're sort of discussing. Okay. S- excuse me. Do you mind if I interrupt? Uh, Toe goes. Speak. I think we're going to go. I haven't talked with my companions yet, but we really need to go to Orvisol. And I wanted to see if there's anything that might change your mind in 
giving us allies help we need we need people i think there there still can be a chance to save orvisol we didn't come here to condemn them we came to try and help them to get to have aid is there anything that might convince you otherwise make a persuasion check Ooh, that's a two. Would you like to spend any? Inter- oh, you have, I have negative none, But it. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I have something that I had already planned to do once okay. I get in there, but okay. I'm just going to start with a conversation. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, the two. Um, I mean, plus my persuasion, it makes it a 10, a whopping 10. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You went from a two to a 10? I rolled a natural two. And my persuasion is plus eight. He has ex- expertise and persuasion. Oh. oh, right, from your sixth level. And yep. mm-hmm. Oh. That does make a difference, though. That makes a huge difference. Really? <laughs> that makes a huge difference. So, Prof Mac, I want you to know, there were two DCs that were in consideration for this check here. <laughs> there was the DC 10 and DC 15. DC 15 was automatic success. You did hit a 10, though. Uh huh. So it wasn't an auto and fail. So, no, it was not an auto <laughs> fail. Toe looks at you and says, "Duvreg and I have been in discussion. Duvreg is a strong warrior, and he is a strong leader. And because he is a strong leader, he has been training individuals up underneath him." to be able to lead in his absence. Duvreg is willing and able to go with you. But I need your assurance that Kuza will not make it to Kelvrad before Duvreg comes back. If I'm being honest, I'm learning that those are promises that I can't make, but I will do everything in my power and I'm going to, um, and there are others that think we can do it and I'll pull out the prismatic blade and just... I would like you to make another persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, well, we have a natural 19 plus 18 for 27 in persuasion. <laughs> Toe slowly turns his head up to Duvreg. You leave in the morning and just looks back at you. Thank you. I know you cannot guarantee he returns. And the fact that you recognize that is part of the reason that I trust you and I trust him to go. Thank you for your trust. What, Christian? Why are you so... (laughs) (laughs) upset. I have an entire feature from the wizard subclass that I forgot about. I could have turned his nat 20 into an 8. 
Oh, oh, back in the shop. Ah! <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, Is there anything I can do to be of further assistance? I mean, I feel like Duvrag is a lot, but if you have any weapons as you that you think might help us, I won't say no. <laughs> we don't have anything in the way of particular weapons, but if you do wish to stock up on ammunition and various weapons, you absolutely can. That would be amazing. Are you wearing your bow? Do you have that on you right now? I assume so. I wasn't going to leave anything in the tap. That's what I figured. Yeah. In there. Um, we do have arrows that might be of particular use to you. Okay. The Vrag, take her to the armory. Great. I'm going to put the prismatic blade away. Yep. And then as Duvrag and I walk to the armory, yes. I'm going to be like, I would appreciate it if you wouldn't mention the dagger to my companions just yet. Duvrag looks at you and is like, I understand that you do not trust all of your companions, yes? That's correct. Your caution, I guarantee you, is appreciated by the individual who gave you that blade. Thank you. Um, you guys make your way to the armory. Mm-hmm. Um, Klaus, what'd you roll on your investigation check? A dirty 20, and I'm looking for anything, for anything that I can turn into gold. This man will even take copper. <laughs> or or um, gems, like literally anything I can see. Yeah. All right. Can you do something for me? Yes. Roll a percentile die. I am willing to even sell my... De- my um, Con someone into buying my rings. <laughs> okay. That's an 80. You find 80 gold. Whoa. Is uh, that counting the rings? Because you could. Nope, that's not counting the that's rings. That's not counting the rings? That is that is what you found. Beautiful. Like, you, you found just some really great spots where it was like. And you are hey. starting to clock. Oh, these people don't use silver and copper. It's mm. just gold. Mm. Beautiful. Um, Look at them. Yeah, being I mean, all this ritzy. is not the first time I'm doing something like this. So, um, um, I, Brian, you would also vague, you vaguely would have clocked elements of that, but you also would have noticed like there are a lot more things around here that mm-hmm. are made of copper and silver than normally would be made of copper and silver. Mm. You you probably begin to think, oh, any practical metal, mm-hmm. even if it's not the most practical of metal, is used in this is place. used as a practical metal. Also, I was wondering, um, can I do anything interesting? I'm not asking for a plus one, but interesting to the sword if I cast a couple levels of a spell into it or something like that. What spell? Mm. Um, you got to explain to me. We'll, yeah. co- we'll come back to that. Yeah, though. yeah, go, go ahead. Um, Can I run to the bathroom? Yeah, go for it. Talking? Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to find some kind of shop someplace uh, where the shopkeeper look- looks rather more ditzy than the usual individual here. Okay. And I will try to con them into, buy- into buying my rings. Okay. Um, I have one or two on each hand. So. Yeah, so here's what I need from you. Make an insight check. 
to determine which of the shopkeepers that are like your proper target for this. That's kind a of sixteen. Con. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So with a sixteen, you walk in and there is just like. Most of the shops here are practical in some way. Mm-hmm. Like even even the the gem keeper guy, he was still practical. Like mm-hmm. He's still doing practical things. He's going about it in a very interesting like this is he's very much personalized his business. Mm-hmm. You find a woman that is literally just like she, like this this woman and like it's you see this is like a husband and wife business. Literally just a building full of like feather scarves made from the feathers of those birds that you guys find. And those feathers, they're not like fluffy or soft. Mm-hmm. Like these are ugly feathers mm-hmm. kind of. And they're just like, they have no customers. And so they're just sort of like ballroom dancing in the front and just sort of like waving feather boas around. Um, are there any instruments around when I walk in? Um, you do notice there is like <clears throat> a singular lute that is like floating in the air and playing itself. Ooh. I will walk up to the flute, look at them. Lute. Lute, sorry, lute. Look at them, grab it, and play it, because I'm proficient with lutes. Uh-huh, yep. And I'm going to start playing it. Make a performance check. Or actually, technically, I think this is a lute check, so charisma plus proficiency, which is plus already... Plus proficiency. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so that it will be a 21. <laughs> 21, absolutely. Oh, yes. you are going to yes. make so much money. Yep, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I just see them i smile i bow i walk over to the loot i grab it out of the air just in the most gentle way and i start plugging a couple of strings and at that point i haven't touched an instrument in years in so long so i just start playing it and just the the most somber um kind of sad tune starts coming out yeah as if i wasn't playing a lute but I was playing something else. 100%. And as you're playing that, their dance shifts completely to match what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like the character of the dance has shifted from more of like a lively ballroom dance to a somber, interpretive, artistic dance with long, grand motions um, that just completely mimics the air of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And as you finish this piece, they go into just this beautiful, like gentle, slow, arcing finishing movement. Mm-hmm. And the husband just looks at you with his little feather scarf around his neck. like, And you see a tear sort of start to drip out of one of the eyes. Klaus also just kind of turns around for a second, blinks a couple times, and then turns back to them. And I just love the fact that he's about to mercilessly swindle <laughs> these people. <laughs> like, like, he is just going to rip all of the money out of their lives. <clears throat> and <clears throat> he turns to you and says, That was beautiful. <laughs> Who are you, stranger? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no! What woes have you seen? <laughs> He's just kind of gonna be standing there looking at the loot. And he's just gonna cry. Yep. He's mm-hmm. gonna start crying. Yep. 
100%. And... <clears throat> it's going to take him a couple of minutes to, yep. to get back. Yep. And... They don't do anything. They don't. They don't walk up. They don't. They just stay where they are. And they watch. And like they're in. They're in. Like they're still sort of like in an embrace from their finishing position. And they just wait for you. After a couple of minutes, he's going to um. To look at them, he's gonna look at the loot and he's gonna ask. How much? How much for the loot? It is already yours. He's going to turn around and walk away. Okay. And you walk out. Anything else you'd like to do? Klaus is going to find um, the most secluded corner he can. Okay. And he's just going to sit there, fucking away. 100%. Playing everything he can see. Yes. Pits of lava, people talking, warriors fighting, everything. Bran, you wanted to make some adjustments to that dagger using some magic. Tell yes. me what magic you're putting into this As dagger. I'm forging it, I would like... Yeah. I have three first-level spells, three second-level spells, and I would like to cast silvery barbs on this thing multiple times throughout its forging so that... Once per long rest, you can use your reaction to cast silvery barbs from it, essentially. <clears throat> I'm going to make one amendment to that. Okay. I'm going to say you're going to make an arcana check. Mm -hmm. And on a successful, what's your arcana modifier? It is plus five. We're going to say on a successful DC 22 Arcana check. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> when you hit a creature with this blade, the next D20 roll they make has disadvantage. So you have to hit, succeed the Arcana check, and then... No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Okay. You have to succeed the Arcana check to infuse the blade with that feature. Okay. But when that blade hits, it will give... Whatever creature it hits, on an infinite perspective, disadvantage. a disadvantage on their next d20. Okay, I like that. How many spell slots would I need to expend to do that? All. Frick! Okay. That is everything. <laughs> okay. Would I be... You are trying to rapid infuse. Okay. This is a process that typically takes months. Right. If I'm trying to rapid infuse, do I get more than one roll? Because you know what? Here's what I'll say. This I will, have this tides will, of chaos on right now, which will trigger a surge. I was gonna say it will trigger a wild magic, <clears> surge and I have to roll. Oh, that's yep. the other thing. I have to roll for every spell slot. Is yes. kind of what I'm thinking. Yep. So yeah. So here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we're going to do. We're actually what we're gonna do is we're gonna do all the wild magic stuff first. Mm -hmm. Then we'll make the roll. Okay. If wild magic does something that would dictate an additional roll, mm -hmm. we will do an additional roll. Okay. Cool beans. All right. So first Give me a one, sec to get the wild magic sheet up. So the first one will be Tides of Chaos, which will technically then I will have Tides of Chaos again for yes. the Arcana roll. Yep. Yes. Yes, 100%. Yeah. All right. So let's see. I will roll a grand total 
of yep. So let's start, seven times. Let's start with the first wild magic. Okay. That is a. What's your or roll them one at Sorry. a time? Yeah, roll yeah. One at a time. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. All right. And a thirteen. Sixteen and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for the next minute, the range of all your spells is doubled. Um, doesn't actually have an effect right mm-hmm. now because you're not casting spells. Right. But okay, uh, so nothing major. Uh, for the you you're casting five spells, six six, six spells. spells okay, so uh, give me the d twenty roll to see if you hit your number on the second spell. Mm-hmm. Natural nope. twenty, I do not. Okay, third spell. That one I you did. do wild magic. Roll yep. one at a time. That is a ten. Okay, and that is a nine. All right. Oh, my word. Okay. I have to make a wisdom saving throw for the guy who's working a couple feet away from you. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. That's a 20. Oh, God. It's a nat 20. Um, yep. Uh, Okay, uh, you here actually hold on. Wait a minute. This includes you. Make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC. Oh gosh, that's not good. Wisdom. Oh, that's not good at all. That's a failure. Okay, so as you're doing this, just incredibly catchy music starts emanating from your body. <laughs> Amazing. And you have to take a break from working. Just Dance. to boogie. Yes. I love it. I love it how we went from the hippie tribe to the super intense warrior tribe, and there's more music here than we've seen throughout <laughs> the entire campaign. It's so true. And you're just like boogieing for like a minute. Okay. Um, I cast no. irresistible dance on myself. Huh? I cast irresistible dance on myself. Nope. Oh, okay. This is a separate effect. Oh, okay. Technically, you can repeat the save at the end of each of your turns. Oh. Nope. Nope. Uh, that nope. Wait, what's no? It's sixteen. You're, Frick. Okay, yeah. I'm no plus zero. Nope. Okay. I say it takes you like thirty seconds yeah. though, and after you stop dancing, the music keeps going for another thirty seconds. <laughs> You're just like, what the heck? All right, that was the third spell. Yep. So yeah, now, and Tor's like, that was fun. We should we should take dance breaks more often. All right, that's four. Didn't hit. That's five. Didn't yep. hit. All right, last one. That is six. Did okay. not hit. So Lovely. only two <clears throat> wild magic surges. Uh, just a very brief moment of music, and the other and the lizardful guy just going. <laughs> what? <laughs> Long story. Who did I let work in my shop? <laughs> These poor lizard folk. Or we just came in. Who did I let take my <laughs> bath? What? The- <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. And then you. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and um, uh, go ahead and make the the Arcana check with advantage. Twenty two. Roll one at a time. Roll yep. one at a time. Anything I can do to help. Okay. And you haven't picked up any adversity points this episode, have you? I nope, have not. Sadly, you succeeded on everything. I Good have. for you. <laughs> you guys have been doing things Hold left. Up. You are. You've been killing it though today. 
Like, there is only one thing that happened that was bad for you. And, and I could so- have made it good but for me. even someone else made the role. Like, you've killed all your roles today. I mean, I've, on- I- I've only, like, in total picked up, like, maybe six adversity points. Wow. What? Yeah. Well, I suppose you, you always He always has the- that reliable talent well, and or whatever. I was going to say, you tailor the things you do to the checks you know you'll succeed. In. Yeah, generally. I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, these are my good checks, so I'll do those. Are you rolling one at a time, one at a time, one at a time? That is a nat one. Oh, no. Wolf. That is a 13 okay. to a total of 18 and did not succeed. Okay. Frick. Did not succeed. It is still adamantine for the mm-hmm. purpose of overcoming damage. <laughs> but you are not an enchanter by any, like, you are mm-hmm. not, not like, an, a, like a magic item creator by any means. Right. You are a warlock. Like and a sorcerer, like you haven't even studied the like you're not a wizard, so you haven't mm-hmm. studied the intellectual process of this, right. and you're not an artificer, so magic items aren't even your specialty. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising that you yeah. didn't get it, but like you and you're already trying to do something that's dang near impossible. Mm-hmm. So cool. Would I have a better chance if I tried it another time at some point? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Also, I'd have more spell slots the next time, so yep, give me more chances. All right. Um, that was fun. Um, after a couple of hours, I don't know how. how well, how much I was time. gonna say, do okay. you have anything you want to do? Because you've just left City Hall. You're in the Armory. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to you in the Armory. Um, what the, what kind of arrows am so I getting? <laughs> what are pulled out are these arrows. There's no wood. There are no trees. Okay. These arrows are made entirely of metal. And you can see there are different, like, kinds of metals at each point of the arrow. And so, like, the shaft is a lighter, like, weighted similar to wood. Um, The feathers, like, the fletching is actual fletching. Okay. Because they have birds. They can do fletching. Um, And then the head is actually a very finely crafted point. And so what these are is uh, you can get right here... Up to 50 plus one arrows. Whoa! Okay. Those I will have you keep specific track of. Yes. Because that is a very expendable resource. Your other arrows I'm not having you keep track of because you as a lizard folk have like features that allows you to make things. Yeah. But this I will have you keep very specific track Great. of. I can do that. And so you can get up to 50 of that. There are also other weapons. They're just normal weapons. But if there's any weapons you want to restock, you can. Uh, I'll grab, I'll grab like two more daggers because I currently have three. Only okay. one of them is a plus one. Sounds I good. So like, you grab two more daggers. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the 50 plus one arrows. Yeah. Great. All right. Um, I also was going to ask Duvreg yeah. if they Duvreg. have like, Duvreg. 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 There's a V in there. If he has, if they do things like healing potions here or the healing herbs. Uh, we do not, there, there are no herbs. We kind of live in a desert. We have healers. That's, we have a lot more practiced healers than probably most spaces do because of the fact that we don't have any access to natural healing, you know, things. Great. Um, and you train fighters very well here. And I know that there's probably not a lot I can learn in a short amount of time, but 
Do you have just a couple hours to give me some pointers in my fighting technique? Absolutely. I mean, I've been decommissioned for the day, so. Great. All right. Um, here's what I want you. Plus, he can also teach you over the next couple of however many days he travels with us. Yeah. All right. So here's what I want you to do. Um, I want you to make two different kinds of checks. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with a raw intelligence check to determine how much you can remember okay. of what he teaches you today. What is my intelligence? A oh, plus three. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, 12. Total. Okay. Yeah. And then go ahead and give me a dexterity check to just determine how well your body adapts to redirecting this into a, like, you're not trained in, in like, hand-to-hand. Yeah. Oh, uh, 14 for that. 14. Okay. Um, you start work today on some very good things. Um, here's what I will say. For the purposes of, um of hand-to-hand combat when you make an unarmed strike you get a plus one bonus to the attack roll okay so it would be as though you had uh, i think one-thirds proficiency in in hand-to-hand and that can be improved over time as you study that more awesome beautiful love it all right um klaus is gonna sit there and play yep until his all of his fingers are bleeding. Yep. Um, I mean, they wouldn't be bleeding, but they'd be in extreme pain. No, he's going to play until he's bleeding. Like, oh. for hours. Yeah, no, you can play guitar for hours without bleeding. Okay. Also, loot is not an instrument that would cause your fingers to bleed, at least from the fretboard, because loot um, doesn't have doesn't do chords the same way as a guitar does. It's got a much larger neck, and so it's a lot more individual finger stuff. Okay. So it's a lot easier. Um, fingers, at least. Then yeah, then he's just gonna 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 sit there until all of his fingers are completely sore. Yes. No. Incredibly sore. Mm-hmm. Like you do have like there reaches a point where you have divots in the points of your fingers mm-hmm. from oh, where the strings have sat. Feels so. So good. Um, and then he's going to make his way back to the shop. Okay. Um, are the are the married couple still there? Oh, that shop. Yeah, You're gonna that make shop. your way back to their yeah, shop. Yeah, okay. to their shop. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're still there. Um. And as much as they're welcoming or not welcoming, he just kind of is going to spend the night there, talking to them. One hundred percent. Yeah, they stay up, and they will listen. I to... I will take the point of exhaustion. Yes, and they will listen to whatever <laughs> you will talk about. I don't talk about a lot. Who are these people? They they will like they'll talk as well if you don't seem if you don't seem like you want to talk. They'll start telling like you their story, um, and they'll like you'll get throughout the night. Um, an explanation of how they've always felt out of place in this city, you know, like the, like artistically, it just does not. Oh like, no! They are so abnormal, <sighs> and it is they like you realize they don't state it directly, but it's been extremely refreshing for them to find someone who appreciates art the same way they do. Yeah, and then um, I can't take it when Klaus does good things. (laughs) (laughs) It messes with my mind. Why are we out here redeeming Klaus like this? Klaus (laughs) is going to tell them about um, about his mother. 
that she was the one who taught him how to play the lute and ta ta taught him how to appreciate music. Um, he's going to sing for them. Uh, probably join them in some of their dances as well. Um, buy one of their scarves. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> buy one they, of their ugly no, scarves. you don't buy one. You walk out with one the next uh -huh. morning. Like, you feel like, <laughs> like, it's not that you bought one. It's that one was placed on you somewhere throughout the night, and it just never came off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going to tell them about some of the horrible things he did. He's going to tell them about, um... He's going to avoid talking about Totenstadt. To, um, Geist, Geist Toten. Toten. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is going to say that he that he made them pay for what they did to him. Uh, he's going to tell them about his time in Marzell and his time at Kaizo and his time with Kuza. Um, the, and he is going to, in the end show them his rings and say I need some money I'm willing to give you anything I have or as much as you're willing to give me and I am going to try to con them a little bit okay um they you say you say these things you're you're like I'm I'm willing to part with these for whatever you're you're willing to give and they look at you and say Do you want better for yourself? Do you want better than your time with Kuza? Do you want better than revenge? Revenge is all I know. They have to pay. They all have to die. And I will make that happen. Once I sit upon that throne, all humans will suffer. And their suffering will know no end. Why? What does that solve? I'm just so angry. All the time. And they deserve it. They have done nothing for me. No one has done anything for me. No one? Not in a long time. He takes a sip of whatever tea or water they gave him. <laughs> yeah, you you have U of T. Yeah. And they which you're you're like, what is this tea made of? They don't have herbs. Mm-hmm. Um He doesn't even think about that. Um and they look at each other, look back at you and say, no one? And they look down at the loot. That's that's what it, he, he's kind of, as he's saying no one for a long time, he's kind of looking at the loot yeah. that he now wrapped <clears throat> yep. in the scarf that they gave him. Yeah. Like I said, not in a very long time. I... They have to pay. They have to pay for her. They have to pay for. They have to pay for when that noose snapped 
These won't even be the same people when you get back there. These will be different people. You are charging someone for a purchase they did not make. That's exactly what they did. I will make their children pay. You will repay for an action they did not take. You will take the horrible things they did and do horrible things in turn. You will perpetuate this cycle where the same things that happen to you will happen to someone else and you will be doing them instead. Listen, I, I truly appreciate everything that you're doing for me and trust me, it will not go unnoticed. I can hear what you're saying. Can you help me or not? Not, not if you intend to perpetuate these things. You are not solving the problem. You are perpetuating the problem. You could solve the problem. You could. You could solve the problem. And you are choosing not to. You are choosing. This is a choice. You have a decision. Ever since that day in that cell, I knew that there was a purpose for me to live. This has been the only purpose I know. That does not have to be the case. There is more to life than that purpose. So much more. And you could have that. He won't are you say. going to do what is easy? Or are you going to do what is good? I need their names. One of them is named Sarid. It's the girl. Mm -hmm. And the other one is named Kozar. S-A-R-I-D. Mm -hmm. K-O-Z-A-R. Um, at that point he's going to drop the conversation but and just continue whatever they were doing or talking about before that um, but before he leaves he is going to um, he's going to hug them mm -hmm. and they then you. and Make an inside check for me. That's a that's a ten. With advantage. That's a ten. Okay. <laughs> Even with a ten. Because this is something that you are like. This is something everybody notices. Mm -hmm. Is when you intend to go give a hug and you end up receiving a hug. Mm -hmm. 
You went to give a hug. You received a hug. Mm-hmm. It is so subtle. But you clock it. Mm-hmm. Before I'm about to leave, I will say, and it's already morning at this point. Yeah. Um, I will not forget this. And I don't have much yet. But he's going to take one ring off of each finger and he's going to slide one of them on Kozar's hand mm-hmm. and the other one on, with a, the other one with a nice gem he's yeah. going to slide it on Sarid's hand and then yeah. he's going to lean bow down and kiss her hand and he's going to say your kindness will not be forgotten mm-hmm. and there will be a day when I will repay you for that Thank you for spending the night with us. Thank you for trusting me. And he's going to turn around and he's going to walk away. And as you walk away, we're going to end our episode of Moody and D. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. We love you. See you next week, guys. Bye. Have a good day. See ya. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us this week. Moody and D streams live on XN Radio every Saturday at 2 p.m. CST. And the podcast can be found on both Apple and Spotify starting the following Monday at 10 a.m. CST. If you missed part of our live episode or just want to listen to the episode again, we'd love to see you over there. You can also find us on Instagram at Moody underscore N underscore D. Again, that's the at symbol Moody underscore the lettered N underscore and then the letter D. That's all for this week, friends. We love you, and we'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye.